welcome to another episode of Loathe Like Love, a mini-series from Beyond Beckdale. I'm Contrera. For those of you new to the series, this is where I talk about something in the world of film and feminism, which I either loathe, I like or I love. And in this week's episode, I only have good things to say. This probably sounds a little silly, but I only decided that I wanted to make a podcast after I'd listened to hundreds of episodes of other people's podcasts. Um, Now it seems that everybody has a podcast and it's hard to break through, but I cannot complain about the sheer volume of free content that is available to listeners and one of the podcasts that I listen to and I pick and choose my episodes is David Tennant does a podcast um David Tennant you'll know is the Scottish actor who's probably most famous for playing Doctor Who and also for being in Broadchurch here in the UK and in the US for being big bad villain in Jessica Jones But this episode of Loathe Like Love is not about David Tennant, it's about one of his guests, Kush Jumbo, who I could not be more in love with. I highly recommend listening to the episode of the podcast and I'll put some details in the show notes, but I just wanted to talk about how wonderful she is and how good an actress she is, even better than I thought. I first saw Kush on The Good Wife, I think before The Good Fight, the American legal program that was um, originally starring Juliana Margulies, and um, I thought she was American. Um, And I loved her character. Um, Those shows needed more people of colour, so it's important to put her at the front. And I think she just probably was so good, so loved and so successful that that's why they gave her a lead role when The Good Fight, the sequel to the show, came out, which is a show I just absolutely adore. Here's a clip from The Good Fight. In these articles of incorporation. Oversee board of the directors, any fundraising and financial management, Oversight of infrastructure and foundation budget. And these articles are in fact for another nonprofit, correct? It appears to be. But the language itself is almost exactly the same as from Maya's foundation. Yes. Now this is a memo signed by the other nonprofit's CEO. Yeah, I'll admit that that's quite dry legal speech, but um, there aren't that many clips of her speaking. Um, but it's just wonderful, isn't it? When I first heard her, I just legit thought because Jumbo was American and she's speaking to Christine Baranski, an American actress born in Buffalo, New York. And I don't think you can tell any difference. Um, I am British, so maybe it's not the same. Maybe there's some kind of pitch register. But now I want to play for you a little bit from the podcast interview with David Tennant. And this is also Kush Jumbo. Shit, right yeah I mean I honestly it was very emotional for me because I haven't played um one character on screen for that long ever mm. I was always a jumping actor just in terms of you know a play and then a mini series and then a play and I, and I always liked it that way yeah. I liked to change and and learn and change and move and I took the job on Good Wife because I was just I loved the show so much and I didn't know it was going to continue. And the next thing I knew, I'd been playing her for four or five years and I loved her. Mm. And I'd 
made her and I was I was very connected to her and I knew I was coming to the end of our journey together. So I'd begun to do all of my, you know, you have your funny processes for letting go bit by bit, just so you mm. kind of look after yourself, which I know sounds weird to normal people. They just like take off your wig and go home. <laughs> but um, I get very, I'm so emotionally attached to them and I feel like it, I'm abandoning them if I just take my wig off and go. Yeah. So I was gradually going... I just find it absolutely breathtaking. She sounds so London. She was born in Denmark Hill. She was near where I lived for a little bit. And um, I just love it. I just could listen to her speak in a variety of different accents all day long. And I suppose it's something about an actress being true to themselves when they want to keep their accent. I know some British actresses that have moved to LA and then they gradually start to talk in an American accent just because all the work they're doing is on that basis whereas I get the impression that Kush Jumbo wants to work all over the world and doesn't want to pigeonhole herself which she kind of says in the podcast interview as well highly recommend as I said the whole discussion I think it goes on for nearly an hour and it just went past like five minutes for me I just love listening to her I wanted to see if I could find Cush's um, Mark Antony in the all-female Julius Caesar, which was at the Donmar Warehouse um, a couple of years ago in London. And I can't find anything, which um, brings up something. Maybe I'll just do a tiny little loathe, which is, honestly, when making this podcast, it is always more difficult to find female performances captured on YouTube or elsewhere with videos and with sound. Um, So there's a little bit of sexism there, I think. Um, But anyway, what I did find is that I know Cush likes Shakespeare and so here is her reading a sonnet that was given to her at drama school that was said to be for her with Stephen Colbert on his show. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. I'll see you if I keep up. All right. All right. You ready? I I all alone... I when in disgrace, fortune, fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep my outcast state and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring that man's art and that man's scope, with what I most enjoy contented least. Yet... In In these thoughts, myself, almost despising, happily I think on thee, and then my state, like to the lark at break of day, rising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembers, such wealth brings. Hopefully I've made the case enough for you to realise how great Kush Jumbo is, and you should run out and watch absolutely everything that she's in. Before the pandemic happened, Cush was going to be starring as Hamlet at the Young Vic in London. And if there's a way in the future when we know it's open again and you can travel to see her, the tickets look quite reasonable, though I don't know if they're all sold out. But um, I think she will be truly wonderful. So here's to you, Cush Jumbo. Long may you continue to act in a variety of accents worldwide. Thank you, Your Honour. No further questions. And now my next love 
is for this time of year. I'm not a particular fan of autumn. I like turning leaf, it's pretty, but I quite like summer and I like winter. But what October brings every year is the London Film Festival, which I absolutely love. What's a little bit sad, but not surprising at all, is that the film festival is almost all virtual now for press and industry, which is how I access the films. There are still live screenings all over London. So if you are in the country and looking for tickets, you should still look now and you'll be able to support the BFI, British Film Industry, um, and Cinematic Body. I'm going to try and attend some in-person screenings, but for now, I have quite a full roster of films to watch on the virtual library. And as usual, the London Film Festival is always championing films made by people who are generally underrepresented in the movie industry around the world, with a particular European bent most of the time. Um, I am obviously focusing on films made by and starring women. What a shock. Um, but also there are other minority filmmakers represented and I want to make sure I see as much as possible. Please let us know at beyondbechdale.com, at Gmail or on Twitter what you're looking forward to, whether you have any tickets, whether there's something you want us to cover and any other thoughts you have about the London Film Festival, because at Beyond Bechdel, we will hear you. Um, here is a small selection I've curated of the films I'm most looking forward to at this year's LFF. What you call that again? I already told you, love. I was in God's pocket and he said, if I have to find you, I'm just going to have to give you a little mark because there's loads, loads of Sandras in Dublin. <laughs> Das ganze Wochenende. Christoph wartet auf Undine. Why are you here? I think this is the closest thing to meritocracy there is. I only want to be judged on the strength of my abilities. It's a music, right, that speaks to the heart, the soul and the mind. It's a language, it's a way of life, it's a culture. I just love the way it makes me feel, how relaxed, and nothing matters. I could give the world to you. Novella. I'm calling none of your goddamn business. <laughs> She's got sick in the head. I read your story. What are you doing in here? It made me feel thrillingly horrible. Do you know what it's like to have a secret? Love that meow. Um, that's from Shirley. 
Um, I'll put a list of the films in the show notes. I'm also going to try and take part in the virtual reality experience, which is what they're um, selling this year. So I have to go and get some kind of weird headset. I'll report back on that. Um, But that's it. The next two weeks will be with the film festival. I'll try and get some interviews with attendees or uh, film writers um, and try and learn something about filmmaking (laughs) because that's what I'm always trying to do. I've signed up for some filmmaker bonding sessions. Goodness knows what they involve but should be fun. Um, And that's kind of it this week. Quite a short uh, loathe like love. Obviously I don't want to talk as much when I'm talking about nice things. I only want to hate on things. Which doesn't sound very good does it? Uh, Please come back and follow us for coverage of London Film Festival. We're also going to bring some other film content including some deep dives into filmmaker history and a celebrated sci-fi show from the mid-2000s so uh, subscribe and keep up to date with all the content from beyond Bechdel we're going to play out the podcast with Ludovico Einaudi's beautiful score from Nomadland see you next time